ಶ್ರೀದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿಸುಧೇಶಿಕೇಂದ್ರಂ ದ್ವೈಪಾಯನಂ ಸೂತ್ರಕೃತಮುನೀಂದ್ರಂ ಶ್ರೀಶಂಕರ ಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತೀಂದ್ರಂ ಮಧ್ಯೇಶಿ ಕಂಚಾಪಿ ನಮಿ ವಿತ್ಯೈ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಿಭ್ಯೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿದ್ಯಾಸಂಪ್ರದಾಯಕರ್ತೃಭ್ಯೋ ವಂಶಋಷಿಭ್ಯೋ ಮಹದ್ಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ಗುರುಭ್ಯ ಸರ್ವೋಪ್ಲಾರಹಿತ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾನಗಣ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಗರ್ತೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೈವಾಹಮಸ್ಮಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಸ ಪ್ರಿವನ್ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟೆಡ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ತ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ದ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ತ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಈಸ್ ದೈವಿ ಆಸುರಿ ಸಂಪತ್ ದೈವ ಆಸುರಿ ಸಂಪತ್ ಬೇಸಿಕ್ಲಿ ದ ಗುಡ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ಆನ್ ದಿ ನೆಗೆಟಿವ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ಆರ್ ನೆಗೆಟಿವ್ ಕ್ಯಾರೆಕ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಈಸ್ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಬೋತ್ ದೀಸ್ ದ ರೀಸನ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಅಕ್ವಯರ್ ಆಲ್ ದೋಸ್ ಗುಡ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಅವರ್ ನೆಗೆಟಿವ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ ದಟ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಲಿಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಔಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ we will have to ensure that we don't catch it or if we already have it then we should be in a position to take it away from our personality and bhagwan starts with a list of values in the first shloka we'll see the first shloka we we've already started on the first shloka last class shri bhagwanu vacham ಅಭಯ ಸತ್ವಸಂಶುದ್ಧಿ ಜ್ಞಾನಯೋಗ ಜ್ಞಾನಯೋಗ ವ್ಯವಸ್ಥಿ ದಾನ ದಮಶ್ಚಾಧ್ಯಾಯಸ್ತಪ ಆರ್ಜವಂ ಸೊ ಈಸ್ ಲಿಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಔಟ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಏಟ್ ಟು ನೈನ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ಇಯರ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಅಭಯಂ ಅಭಯಂ ವಿ ಸಾ ಆಸ್ ಫಿಯರ್ಲೆಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿ ಡಿಡ್ ಅ ಸ್ಮಾಲ್ ವಿಚಾರ ಆನ್ ಫಿಯರ್ ವಿ ಸಾ ಬರ್ದ್ ರಾಜ ಬರ್ದೃಹರೀಸ್ ವೈರಾಗ್ಯ ಶಟಕಂ ಇನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಹಿ ಕಾಲ್ಸ್ ಔಟ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ಟೈಪ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಫಿಯರ್ ದಟ್ ಅ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಮೈಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬೇಸಿಕ್ಲಿ ಈ ಸೇಸ್ ದಟ್ ದ ಫಿಯರ್ ಈಸ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ಎವಿಟಬಲ್ ಎವ್ರಿಬಡಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಅಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಈವನ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಈವನ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಈವನ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಕ್ಯಾರೆಕ್ಟರ್ ಈವನ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ಅ ಫಿಯರ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದ ಫಿಯರ್ ಈಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಮೈಟ್ ಲೀವಸ್ the fear is basically it might leave us or it and we try to identify what are the different types of fear how do we get fear or when do we get fear and we said there are mainly three the first one is basically the fear of destruction or pain or destruction or death basically something that we like we like the more something like that i possess if it leaves me or if it dies or if it if it dust gets destructed then i i will have sorrow and therefore i fear for that and that is inevitable but that fear will always be there that this is going to happen and then the second one is dukkha nimitta bhayam where we saw that the fear of pain or sorrow that this might happen in the future this event might happen in the future and therefore there is a fear 99% of our all our fears are only that but as we said if we analyze further if we see most of the cases it wouldn't happen the event the said event or the event that we think will happen that will cause me pain or sorrow will not happen at all but we still have that fear then the third one is or the la- the third one is ajnana nimitta bhayam or the fear of the unknown or the fear of ignorance 
we said how we fear darkness because we the same house we fe- we feel afraid in the dark because we think that there is something unknown there then we also did i mean an exception is some people also have this shastra upadeshite arte bhayam where they think that by following shastras they will lose out on this world in from this world they wouldn't that if i actually live a life according to shastras i may not be successful and success is defined in terms of artha kama or that is how they define the success success is defined in the terms of artha kama artha kama being name fame power position money wealth all the enjoyment that if i follow shastras i will not be able to get all those things but this fear is actually all these fears are mainly unwarranted that is what we said but we said there is a need for fear fear is a necessary emotion that every individual should possess but that fear is the fear on fear of adharma that i should not fall on the wrong side of dharma that i should not become adharmic because all other fear we can we can if we actually do some vichara for the fear of nasham fear of death is inevitable it's going to happen the fear of pain or sorrow if we analyze 95% of the cases it wouldn't happen so there is no need to fear or even if it is going to happen it is going to be short lived that sorrow or pain is going to come and then after some time that too shall pass so adharma related fear the fear that that i that i would be bringing nasham to my character because i if i if i follow adharma that fear should always be there in fact that fear is an indication of mental maturity so fear if somebody is afraid it's not a papa per se because that fear will help us to <clears throat> to be in the correct path and we saw that there are also fear of god <clears throat> god fearing they say fear of bhagwan that fear initially to start with it is okay but as we mature that fear should convert into an understanding we should be able to understand bhagwan now then we discuss started discussing on how to attain abhayam how to remove this unwanted fears what are the ways to remove fear and if you see the first one where we said where we discussed um, raja bhadrahari's um, vairagya shatakam where all these kind of fears are fear basically because we do not have vairagya on it vairagya is basically viragaha or lack of attachment or non attachment on things possessions relations people 
situations what we should understand is whenever i have an attachment on something it is bound to create fear in my mind anything that i get attached to in this life be people or possessions or even situations it is bound to create fear in me because we all know at the back of the mind that this cannot that something might go wrong something might happen this person might leave me this person might insult me or this person might create problems for me or there could be some misunderstanding or there could be some other reason some this person might leave me or this whatever i am possessing that might actually get destroyed or this situation may not last long somebody else will come change the situation there are so many external factors so those things are that fear those fear are because of the attachment that i have if i do not have attachment on those things then there is no need for me to fear about those things the fear will automatically will not be there on those things and we saw that on things that i have attachment on basically it it creates three types of emotions it can either create bhaya which is fear or it can create krodha which is anger and it could also create loba basically if there is something some person some relation who is a whom i want to at, at have in my life or if there is a possession that i want to have if i want to have that particular car this particular object this particular phone whatever this particular saree this particular necklace i have an attachment towards that and if there is something or somebody who is coming in the way of my desire and if that person is actually more powerful than me then automatically the desire or the emotion that i get is bhaya that fear i fear that this person will take this away from me or if that person who comes in my way is actually weaker than me then i get krodha i get anger i get angry with that person so that is also a negative emotion and if those two doesn't happen if i am actually able to fulfill that desire then generally the mind does not get contented it gets it supposedly gets contented for a short time but after some time we get start getting this loba suppose if we are in an organization we are working for something there is yearly bonus being announced we strive hard we work hard to get that bonus or get that promotion or get that salary raise and then when the results are announced if somebody else has got taken away our promotion if he or he could take away my promotion we get fear if that person is stronger than us more powerful than us 
if that person has actually is actually a subordinate or a person whom is of a lesser power than us then we get angry but suppose even if i get that promotion or even if i get that raise or bonus i do get contented for a time sometime no doubt but after some time i again feel discontent this contentment is not there at, at all times is not there forever so that loba continues so vairagyam is important to remove fear so whatever we possess wealth property fame position appreciation all this importance whatever this if we become attached to those and we fear that we might lose them we will all if we get attached we will always fear that we will lose them and life becomes more and more filled with anxiety every moment life is full of anxious moments so vairagyam is the best way to remove fear as i said if this is kind of difficult to achieve because vairagyam to achieve vairagyam is not a one day effort or overnight sadhana it takes some time for us to build this vairagyam on things that we are attached to so it may not it, it we will have to practice that no doubt but to remove immediately remove vairagya if there is not possible then we'll have to follow the second one which is viveka viveka meaning discrimination or knowledge we can say knowledge because once we get this viveka the viveka can slowly morph itself into vairagya and thus the fear will be removed so the knowledge we'll have to get that conviction in that knowledge and with that conviction in the knowledge we will be able to get vairagya what knowledge are we talking about nature knowledge about the nature this creation whatever we see has got some secrets and we have to understand those secrets we just need to tap on those secrets of this creation and from there we will be able to get that knowledge and that knowledge can be converted into vairagya the first viveka is basically this whatever is bound to happen there is no point in trying to stop that from happening there are certain things in this creation that will happen no doubt we cannot stop it and if we know that these things are going to happen then and there is no point in trying to stop them then if we are able to get that knowledge slowly our vairagya will improve on that and f- through that we will be able to remove fear and here what kind of bhayam we are talking about basically mainly the nasha bhayam the nasha bhayam is got bhagwan says apariharyarte apariharyarte meaning it is inevitable this is it is bound to happen there is no point fearing that this could happen in the future as it is it is definitely going to happen nor it makes any sense 
saying that we will try to stop that from happening for example death right there should not be any fear of death it is bound to happen people around us when they grow old or when they fall sick when they have extreme diseases they have diseases then they are going to die we have to accept it we just need to know how to face it this is an open secret but yet we do not want to accept it we still lament on how could they leave us how could this person leave me knowing fully well that everyone in this world whoever is going whoever is born is going to die one day including us and yet we lament on some person who had passed away so this is the first viveka that basically certain things which are go bound to happen there is no point in trying to stop that from happening the second secret that nature tells you is an important truth is that bhagwan or ishwara will not or he cannot give us any pain that we cannot withstand he will not be he will not give us any pain that we cannot withstand in other words he will only give us pain that we are able to withstand and this is true in nature if you look at a mosquito for example right a mosquito suppose even those things will have issues problems every jeevarasi will have issues or problems a mosquito cannot have its leg swollen to the size of our finger it is not possible right a mosquito will not have that kind of a problem or for that matter our finger if it gets hurt it cannot it is not going to get swollen to the size of an elephant's feet it is not going to happen if it is going to happen we will not be alive so doesn't matter so as long as we are alive it's not going to happen or even if the pain is too short too high what happens is we will get into a coma we will not be able to feel the pain as we grow old some of the nerves carrying the pain signals may not even work so bhagwan has or ishwara has created in this world certain things on how we can we will be able to withstand all the pain we should understand this if we know this secret then we will not fear the pain or sorrow that will hit us we will be able to withstand it we have to tell ourselves we will be able to withstand it some people might complain that they have so much of pain in their life only you will only you cannot imagine the kind of pain and sorrow that i am going through in my life how would you know you are not in my shoes those things will complain those things will come through though but what we but they might even say this and at the same time have a nice enjoy a nice cup of coffee or go around for some shopping they'll still be able to do that so if they are able to do that 
and there is no point in saying that they are in a severe pain or sorrow in their life so the fact that they are able to enjoy their nice cup of coffee or are able to go for a shopping tells us that this pain or sorrow can be withstood so there is no pain or sorrow that cannot be that will not be that will not be able to withstand whatever they say is all dialogues so we should not take them seriously because even if they as i said they will they will have their own life after that after all their rants they will still enjoy their life the secret that we have to understand is ishwara will ensure that we have the strength to withstand the pain this is an important secret nature secret that we have to imbibe and this viveka we will have to practice we will have to do an abhyasa we will have to keep saying that i will be able to withstand this pain or if we look at the sum of the fear if it is actually nasha nimitta bhayam and we will have to say this is bound to happen it's going to happen it is going to happen so why should i fear about it if it happens let it happen because it's inevitable so the first step of actually removing fear is vairagya which is a difficult one but wherever possible we will have to apply vairagya on where whatever things that we can want to remove fear on we will have to apply vairagya if it fails then we will have to do a viveka to see is this something that is going to happen is this inevitable then i there is no need to fear or if there is a if there is a pain or sorrow that i will be able to withstand then i don't need to fear so this is the second step vairagya and then followed by viveka suppose if we say okay my mind is not mature enough to follow vairagya or this fear is such that my intellect is not subtle enough to understand this secrets of nature then we go to the third step the third step being shraddha shraddha is a, again another word which is which we do not have an exact english meaning but we can say faith or belief the closest shraddha will remove my fear remember all these steps vairagya viveka shraddha these have all passed as it is it has worked for people it has worked it will work shraddha shraddha is as i said loosely faith or belief shraddha on what shraddha on bhagwan shraddha on ishvara some people say this you know this is kind of a foolish belief how can you know you have philip this belief on something on some power and then you think that your fear will vanish or get removed so if some people say that it's okay for them we just need to say it's okay it's okay for me to be foolish let me be foolish and not be afraid rather than me being intelligent and then be afraid so it doesn't matter bhagwan will take care of me that kind of a belief has to be there that shraddha has to be there bhagwan says yoga kshemam vahamyam in bhagavad gita as well as in vishnu sahasranama this shloka will shloka will come 
अनन्याश्चिंतोमा ये जनापरुपासते योगक्षेम वहाम्यहम भगवान सेज बेसिकली ही विल टेक केयर ऑफ योगा योगा हियर मीन्स वॉट एवर वी रिक्वायर वॉट एवर वी रिक्वायर फॉर दिस लाइफ नॉट वॉट एवर वी डिजायर वॉट एवर वी रिक्वायर फॉर दिस लाइफ ही विल टेक केयर योगा देन क्षेम मीन्स वॉट एवर वी हैव अक्वायर्ड ही विल टेक केयर ऑफ दैट ऑल्सो बेसिकली ही विल डू अ वॉचमैन ड्यूटी ऑल्सो फॉर दैट ही विल एनश्योर दैट नथिंग गोज अवे फ्रॉम अस सो योग क्षेम वहाम्यम बट देर इज अ कंडीशन अनन्याश्चिंतोम वील हैव टू ऑलवेज हैव दिस सिंगल पॉइंटेड भक्ति श्रद्धा ऑन भगवान फॉर दिस योग क्षेम वहाम्यम ओनली कंडीशन इज वी लीव एवरीथिंग एंड बी इन द पाथ ऑफ अटेनिंग भगवान If you are in the path of attaining Bhagawan, he will definitely take care of yoga and shema. And this is the truth. And that's why we have so many in in this in our country. There are so many sannyasis who have left their houses, households. They have been rich people. They have left everything. Taken sannyasa, with nothing in their hand. No. no bank balance no no insurance no fixed deposits and they have ensured and they have just gone ahead taken sanyasa and lived a life of sanyasi because they know or they have the shraddha that if i am actually in the path of attaining bhagwan then bhagwan will take care of me he will take care of yoga and shema so this shraddha is important this confidence is important now this confidence confidence in what confidence in who confidence in bhagwan confidence in ishwara we have to have then we we'll have to have confidence not just in ishwara confidence in dharma because it is only if we follow dharma bhagwan will take care of us so confidence in dharma we have to have and the confidence in self should be there that i will be able to follow dharma i will be able to attain bhagwan and there should be confidence in this virtues that bhagwan has said saying that i will be straight forward i will be truthful bhagwan will not let me down there is a is one person whom we came across when we he was not a very rich person he was not properly schooled also he was actually a kind of a villager who was who had started small and he was running his business and he was competing with lot of the other big companies but he was so very confident and when asked you know how how he was actually so confident in this business when there are so many competitors who were all educated and all having uh, a kind of a background that he doesn't possess he said you know if this, those people who were naturally not keeping their word who are delivering low quality goods who are telling lies cheating people if they can grow their business if they can actually be successful 
then why not he who is straight forward how could he face failure that was the confidence he had that was the confidence he had in in the virtues that was the confidence he had in himself so this is importance important confidence and the confidence that bhagwan will take care of me i will have difficulty everybody will go through difficult times but bhagwan will take care of that too that's what we should understand and this confidence is needed only when viveka is not there wherever so wherever vairagya is possible apply vairagya wherever vairagya is not possible apply viveka wherever viveka is not possible apply this confidence apply this shraddha apply this belief in bhagwan then what happens is slowly the shraddha will convert into viveka this viveka will get converted to vairagya so now question is suppose i am not able to even get this confidence i am not able to get over this fear then we have the last step this is the fourth step and the final step there are no more steps after this the fourth and final step is basically abhyasa so what here we have to do we have to list out the things or situations or issues that where or people or circumstances whatever that could cause me fear whatever that i am afraid of i should list them all out i need not share this with anyone it is just for my reference just for understanding ourselves and then i should also list it down by the intensity of the fear that it creates so it can be money lack of money is it creating fear relations is that creating me fear my job is it creating fear my health or the health of my relative my loved one whatever we list it they list them down no need there is no need for let others know about this once we list out them we should what we should do is we should welcome that fear we have to take it upon ourselves which let's let me face that fear so how can we welcome this fear how can we take this fear up how can we face this fear the start short story in a forest there lived two sanyasis so and normally at night time the, the animals come out you know uh, looking for prey so these two sanyasis they had a hut they had a hut so one sanyasi constantly stayed inside the hut at night but at night um he will never come out he will always be within the with the hut while the other sanyasi would go out at that time he will go out of the hut during the night time so this sanyasi asked him are you not afraid you are going out he said yes i am afraid of these animals there, there is no doubt that i am afraid of these animals but i am not afraid of facing my fear i am willing to face that fear fear as i said is an emotion that we all get we should not be afraid of it to face it we have to being afraid is okay we should not be we should not try to hide from that but the more we try to 
face it the the chances of overcoming it are very high because by facing more and more such situations we overcome fear stage fright for example the first time there is always this fear but as we do more and more uh, when we when more and more we get onto the stage and start speaking out the fear will leave us so facing fear is a important way of overcoming fear so what we do in terms of facing fear when we have listed them out all these list of fears that we have we take up some fear which has some low intensity and then we practice on this we experience that fear slowly we will overcome that fear so if some for example if i generally a person feels afraid to sleep alone so and uh, and so generally if this if the person feels you know afraid to actually sleep alone there are people who take sleeping tablets to sleep away, sleep away so but what we should do we should try to overcome that what we should do is we should refuse to take that slat tablet and we should face that fear we should face that fear to say okay what is the worst case scenario i will not be as will not get sleep doesn't matter i'll just face it i'll just sit and sit for a few more hours and then look through it there was this once a person who did that actually and then even at 2 or 3 o'clock he was sitting out he was trying to face the fear at that after some time he couldn't take it so what he did was he was afraid of being alone dark all those things he just suddenly decided to take his bike and he went out he went out for all into all those unhinable places where he had never been those dark alleys and everywhere he took his bike went everything he faced that fear he came back he felt so good he felt that he was able to face his fear this is called as abhyasa practice it face it overcome it and remember when we are listing it out we should make sure that we should not take any high intensity fear in the first place we should slowly practice with small fears practice one by one and then come to the high intensity ones as we after we finish all the low intensity ones so as i said stage fear is another example so we should not be afraid of fear we should be honest to ourselves face them one by one overcome them this is called as abhyasa so this is the fourth step to overcome fear so as i said fear four steps vairagya wherever we is possible on things where we cannot use viveka to accept the outcome if viveka is not possible where the intellect is not able to understand have confidence in bhagwan ishwara to overcome that fear and if that is also not possible then list down the fears start facing them one by one so this is abhayam this abhayam we have seen as bhagwan has said is given as a sadhana he is given as a sadhana for us to achieve the mental maturity to be able to understand and assimilate this knowledge the spiritual knowledge so this sadhana is abhayam abhayam in shastras is also seen as a sadhyam 
साध्यम मीनिंग द आउटकम शास्त्रास कॉल्ड मोक्षम एज अभयम ए पर्सन हु इज इन द स्टेट ऑफ मोक्षा इज अभयम पर्सोनिफाइड देर इज नो भयम फॉर हिम वंस वी गेट मोक्षा देर इज नो क्वेश्चन ऑफ फियर बिकॉज इवन विथ वैराग्य वॉट हैपन्स इज इवन इफ गेट वैराग्य कंप्लीट वैराग्य द सीड द सीड ऑफ द फियर विल ऑलवेज बी देर इट माइट जर्मिनेट एनी टाइम वेन वी स्लिप ऑन वैराग्य द फियर विल कम बैक वेर एस मोक्षा वंस वी आर इफ यू आर इन द स्टेट ऑफ मोक्षा देर इज नो क्वेश्चन ऑफ फियर अट ऑल एंड देर इज नो क्वेश्चन ऑफ फियर अकरिंग अट ऑल so moksham is also called as fearlessness state fearlessness state fearless state brahman is fearlessness we can say that so and why moksha is called called as a state of fearlessness because if you look at fear fear comes out of dwanda duality fear we saw that there are many reasons there could be money relations that could cause fear painful situation that could cause fear job that could cause me fear a lot of things are there but if we are to analyze deeply what we can say is there if there is another entity if there is an entity other than me then there is a possibility that i get fear whenever there are dwanda whenever there is duality i get fear so if i have to remove fear i can also remove duality the moment i own up that to advaita that there is nothing other than me in this world then there is there is nothing to be afraid of because there is no second thing for me to either have attachment or have fear or have anger for that matter none of the emotions are really required so to attain the ultimate state of fearlessness atma gnana is the sadhana so out here of course bhagwan is teaching this abhayam as a sadhana have abhayam once we are able to build this abhayam getting atma gnana becomes easier abhayam overcomes the fear of following shastras also so fear of shastras is also there so we overcome then so that we are able to do shravana manana nididhyasana and to follow the spiritual path of atmajnana so this is the first virtue of the nine virtues that are listed in the first shloka abhayam then the second virtue that bhagwan lists out is sat सत्व संशुद्धि अभयम सत्व संशुद्धि सत्व संशुद्धि सत्व मीन्स हियर सत्व मीन्स मैंड अंतकरण अंतकरण अंत मीन्स करण मीन्स इंस्ट्रूमेंट अंतकरण मीन्स इंटर्नल इंस्ट्रूमेंट bahyakarana or all the sense organs the five sense organs are bahyakarana antakarana is mind the mind and intellect are antakarana 
so here sattva means mind sattva samshuddhi shuddhi means shuddhi means clean so clean mind sam sam means samyak shuddhi sam means well well cleaned tamil is nandraka so sattva samshuddhi having a clean mind again this this virtue there are two meanings to this virtue one is what we call as the samanyartha samanyartha means basically general meaning and with visheshartha visheshartha means specifically specific meaning so samanya from a samanya artha standpoint this is a samanya daivi sampad so this sattva samshuddhi encompasses all the good virtues of that we have been listed as daivi sampad so that is called as samanya artha so when we say he is well good mannered or good mind he's got a nice heart we say or he's got a nice mind and he's got a very clean mind what does it mean it means he doesn't ha- he is polite he doesn't have anger he is very um, honest all those things will cover will be covered under it so all the daivi sampad so for example we can say abhayam ahimsa shanti arjavam all those things can be there adambam saucham titiksha he doesn't have, he has got lot of patience he's got no jealousy he's got no pride all those things we can include that so this is basically samanyartha so if one has got a good qualities we say he has got a chitta shuddhi he's got a clean mind you can say that or you can say antara saucham antara saucham means inner purity saucham means purity antara means inner inner purity remember we saw saucham in chapter 13 and there we where we said there are saucham has got two bahya saucham antara saucham external purity and internal purity generally what happens a lot of people we saw will will follow bahya saucham the house will be clean at least the living room will be clean or at least when the guests are coming the living room will be clean so at least they will try to, sh- to show that the house or cl- house is clean so that bahya saucham but not antara saucham what happens but even in bahya saucham what happens is a very famous um, saying i saw clean desk is a sign of a cluttered desk drawer so what happens is when something has to be cleaned we actually dump all those things into another place which is not visible to others so if we have to measure bahya saucham also it should be measured on the basis of cleanliness maintained in the areas where people cannot see if that place is not clean then it means they don't give any importance or effort to cleanliness and similarly the mind is one of the places which is not visible to others so therefore that is why many of many of us we do not give any importance to cleaning that place we do not put an effort to clean that the body we want to show off 
we wash our body we clean we put some all this scent and perfume and what not and we want to show off that we are clean but the mind because it is not visible we do not give any importance to it and we have a, because this this value we have already discussed i'm not going to go too much into it but we have just tried to recollect some of the points that we discussed there we saw how to actually get get this cleanliness one is pratipaksha bhavana find out what is the negative or weakness that we have in us and we work on it and how do we work on it pratipaksha bhavana we improve the opposite positive trait for example i have this feeling of lobham i do i don't have this i have this feeling of not willing to share i feel it's mine i i i have this lobha buddhi then i have to counter that with dhanam i have to do more and more charity and i have to give it forcefully i have to give it so that i am able to counter the lobham what sort of dhanam how dhanam has to be given we'll discuss that what is dhanam what is considered to be dhanam is we'll all discuss that later but dhanam means giving what the other person wants not giving what we don't want what we want to get rid of if you actually donate it it is not called as dhanam anyway that's another subject so some or suppose the pratipaksha bhavana suppose i have got impatience i i do not have the patience to many a time it has to be countered by titiksha i have to develop titiksha we have discussed titiksha how to get titiksha that's another so you can refer to that or if i have this feeling of taking revenge on someone i have this feeling of revenge then it has to be countered by shama patience forgiveness i have to develop this art of forgiving things some people are short tempered they get angry then kshanti patience we have to follow that so we'll have to take one by one what are the negative qualities we have develop a pratipaksha bhavana to overcome that and do take only one by one if we start taking everything to us everything together we will not be able to achieve even one so the idea is to actually list out again this is all self reflection it's not about checking on the other person whether these person have these qualities or not it is about reflecting what we have listing it out need not share it with others we just need to work on ourselves and we need to practice see changing our nature is not an easy job we will want to we love or we love to change others or we would love others to change but what is the important thing is that we fail to recognize is even to change our nature is not easy forget about changing others because you know it's like earning money or getting a job those things are quite easy when compared to earning some good habits good values earning that character building a character that is very difficult it is extremely difficult 
so it's not an easy job we have to practice it and so whenever we don't have the strength to fight something what is the um, default we should do as i have always said bhakti we will have to seek the help of ishwara surrender to him to change our nature bhakti is an important sadhana so whenever we falter whenever we whenever we feel weak whenever we need support bhakti is the way bhakti is an important sadhana so this pratipaksha bhavana is one then to build good character of course the important thing is to be in satsanga uh, to build good character satsanga is very important because every situation in the environment that we live in we are actually exposed to it it does take part in shaping our character we may not feel it immediately but it does happen at the subconscious level and until that time that we can be ourselves in all situations because normally what happens in all these groups whenever we are in it is easy for us to get influenced although we might disagree on that we might say i am not influenced i maintain myself the fact is the self has changed and we have now owned up to the new self that is what will happen so until the time that we can be ourselves in all situations we will have to choose our situations that we need to be in we should avoid durtsanga durtsanga in the spiritual context is anything that is materialistic in nature wherever the discussion is about artha kama and not dharma or moksha is a durtsanga from a spiritual context so we should avoid durtsanga and look for satsanga being with sadhus being with spiritual persons being with acharyas reading their books listening to the lectures all these are called satsanga so satsanga does not does not necessarily mean that i have to be in a group practicing bhajan doing bhajan or offering prayers or something like that even being in the midst of sadhus or reading some good books or listening to all these lectures uh, is satsanga so this is the samanya meaning of sattva samshuddhi the visheshartha is basically it says visheshartha is basically sattva samshuddhi means no deception paravanchana abhavah that is what is this paravanchana abhavah in where vyavahareshu in the transactional world there is no deception that we show there is no dishonesty when dealing with others is called as sattva samshuddhi or we can say not being deceitful or we can say there is no betrayal we don't betray people we don't do any betrayal 
in tamil we say nambikai drogam or this is basically there are people who would you know show one face before the transaction and after acting differently after the transaction that the deceptive action the dishonesty that they show the betrayal that they do for example some people behave very nicely before taking a loan or before getting a favor from you and after that they will try to they will change they will try to initially they might try to act very nicely to impress you and after they get their job done they show their true color or there could be people who act nicely and you would have actually shared your secrets with them in confidence but after some time they use that to you know take advantage from you so those are all deceptive actions so to that is not so that to overcome that no deception is called sattva samshuddhi this is the vishesha artha of sattva samshuddhi so this is the second value or the second character that bhagwan discusses the third one is jnana yoga vyavasthiti jnana yoga vyavasthiti we have also seen that in the last in the 13th chapter itself it is the value 20 that we, the last value we saw in chapter 13 is the same where we saw as adhyatma jnana nityatvam and this are the one and the same anyway we will discuss more about this we'll anyway do some vichara on this value again in the next class any questions or comments you may want to type it because i am not able to hear anyone here if there are no questions then we will see in the next class okay om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva avashishyate ओम शातिशातिशातिस्तिजाभ्य पिपालयता मगेन महिमहिषा गोब्राह्मणेभ्यो शुभमस्तु निोकासमस्ता सुखिनो हरिओं श्रीगुरु हरिओं